Jordan, what the hell is Bud Zero? Welcome to Did Someone Say Soccer? I'm your host, Nate, and I have my brother, Jordan. Say what up. What up, everybody? We are back. Jordan, it feels good, doesn't it? Doesn't feel too bad, man. We've been very busy, very, very busy, and it's been hard staying away from the podcast. I took over a U11 on travel team this summer, and all my time outside my family has gone to that so what's been going on with you jordan i just been teaching motherfuckers that drugs are bad okay (laughs) don't do drugs people (laughs) we are back and we are going to be back for the world cup and then we're going to try to continue to be giving you guys episodes throughout the week i took the whole week off from work and then I have the following week off too. So we're going to be giving um, episodes here and there and all over the place. So get ready. You guys are going to be sick of us. You guys are going to be like, man, did someone say soccer? I wish they just go back to not doing this again. I still got to work. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So in this episode, we are going to talk the World Cup. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. The World Cup is going to be upon us in a couple days. Jordan, are you excited? What are you feeling going into this World Cup? I'm excited and I'm very nervous, man. I don't like that it's in Qatar. I think uh, I think that that was kind of bullshit that it still went there. But uh, I'm excited for the game to be played. You know, everybody loves the World Cup. I just wish that it was in the summer and that it was literally anywhere else so breaking news was that they banned all alcohol sales from all the stadiums and so you can only buy coca-cola beverages and something called bud zero have you ever heard of bud zero jordan heck yeah man zero alcohol don't get crunk on sobriety that's my type of people it's crazy I, why would you want to buy Bud Zero? That's just weird Pops, to me. Flavor, you know, it smells like a part. I don't know. I would never, but it beats the alternative of like twelve to ninety-two dollars a beer. <laughs> so you think uh, idiots are going to be acting drunk after drinking Bud Zero? I think that the uh, Qatarians are going to be on red alert. They're already telling uh, Fox News that they can't, or Fox uh, Sports, that they can't talk about the human rights issues. They're already uh, making sure that freedom of press doesn't actually get brought there. So if they don't like what you're taking pictures of, they're taking your phones. If they don't like what you're talking about, they'll make you stop your footage. They had this uh, this uh, thing going on. It was like where they were paying, paying motherfuckers to come out there to... Uh, tweet and put like good vibes out on the internet that they're having a good time and they were going to pay people $60 right they paid for your flight they paid for your tickets and they were going to give you a $60 stipend to eat and drink right but then they got the Qatari government got bad press for that two days before uh people boarded the plane they got an email saying 
we're not going to give you that stipend to live out while the two weeks that you're out here, the month that you're out here. Hopefully you saved enough money for that. Now tell me why people were believing this corrupt government was going to come through and actually pay them. So what do you think is going to happen with this Budweiser deal that FIFA has? You mean 75, 72 to $75 million that Budweiser is just sitting back saying, it don't matter, we're getting paid anyway. Well, just uh, watch the zeros roll in while we uh, actually don't have to sell anything. Easy money. My kind of money. Somebody just got a promotion. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the World Cup. Jordan, who is going to be the most surprising player in this World Cup? All right. So I've thought long and hard and I've searched every corner of the world. All right. Fitting because it's the World Cup. And I've come across two people, all right? The first one is kind of a homer move, and you're going to be like, ah, shut the fuck up, get out of here, and all this stuff, right? But I believe this person has a lot riding on him, right? And this person is none other than Josh Sargent, right? Because he's playing in the championship, and he's on a roll right now with Norwich, where he's scoring left, right, and center. And when he gets back from the World Cup, it'll be transfer window time. So his stock can continue to rise and he can come from the championship to the Premier League or even to the Bundesliga to a big team like Borussia Dortmund or even Bayern Munich. He can even possibly get to one of those um, teams over in Spain or even take over for Mbappe when he leaves for PSG. Right. So I think this could be a big stepping stone, a big platform if he can come in and he can continue to score. Right now, this other cat that I think that can have a really good impact is this dude named Dolberg from Denmark. Right. He's a striker. He's like Erlen Holland Jr. Right. Looks just like him. He is a forward for Denmark and his best game that he's going to have is when he plays against France. He's going to show that bum Mbappe. This is how you get the ball. He's a pure striker. Right. Dude, I'm telling you, watch out for this cat. Dolberg, a name to remember. I definitely thought that you would say Brendan Aronson was going to be your surprise player. All right, so my surprise player is going to be none other than Martinelli for Brazil. And why do I say that? He's not going to be a starter. I don't see him as a starter. But I see him being that impact guy coming on in the 75th minute getting that winner if they are struggling to get a goal. Will Brazil struggle to get a goal with all that talent? Probably not. But will Martinelli make the lead more comfortable? I, I believe so. And I believe that when they're making that run in the knockout stages, that he could be that guy that puts them through. I want to have an honorable mention as a surprise player to watch out for, all right? And this is another CONCACAF player. I believe that CONCACAF players are going to show out. At least I hope so. Uh, the dude, Jonathan David from Canada, right? I'm going all in on forwards. I think this is his chance to show that he can play with the big dogs. My honorable mention would be Alexis Vega from Mexico. Dude is a baller. And he could single-handedly carry Mexico if he gets on. 
He scored against Sweden. He has looked good all the way up through here. I've been very impressed with Alexa Vega. All right, Jordan. Tell me who the most surprising team will be this year. All right, again, I've thought very hard about this, right? I've gone through all the groups, right? The group of death, the group of bums, and I've struggled, okay? I've struggled. I really want to say that Denmark's going to be a surprise team, but they're going to win Group D, which is the France group, um, so it's not even a surprise. I want to say that Group B, USA, is going to be a surprise, but they're probably going to win it all. So that's not a surprise. I would say Group A with Qatar, but they basically paid for the World Cup. So my surprise team is going to be none other than, ready for it? Switzerland. Ooh. And you know why? Your rightful captain, Granite Shaka, is going to have some bangers and show the world that his redemption tour is not over. I like that. I like that. All right. My most surprising team for the World Cup this year will be South Korea. And I believe this because I think Song will deliver for his team. Every time he puts on that jersey for South Korea, he's shown up. He can singly carry this team. He's going to be playing against Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay. All going to be tough matches. And I think all three of them are going to underestimate South Korea. Yeah, that's a good one. Honorable mention, Canada. I think... Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think Canada can definitely squeak by in Group F. They have Belgium, Canada... Morocco and Croatia. I think Canada could knock out one of the one of Croatia or Belgium to squeak through. I think they can win that group, man. I know that sounds crazy, but I think they can catch Belgium off guard. I don't think Belgium is good as everyone thinks they are. I don't know, man. I that team is stacked, especially the way De Bruyne's playing. If Lukaku gets on, whoo-wee. If he gets on. Then you got Tosard. Tosard's been blowing out for Brighton this year. All right, so who's going to be the most disappointing team in this year's World Cup? I didn't even have to search, man. It's going to be France. Damn. It's going to be France. And I know everyone's like, oh, man, you're just an Mbappe hater. Well, while you are correct, I am a hater for Mbappe, right? They're going to lose the group to Denmark. And then when they have that second place group or a game, whatever, whoever they play, the winner of whatever, I don't know how this works. Whoever they play, they're getting waxed. Mbappe is a pain in the ass for his club. And now it'll be for his country, and everyone will be like, man, that Cat Jordan said it from the very beginning. We'll see. We'll see. All right. My most disappointing team for this year's World Cup will be none other than Mexico. 
And I say that and it breaks my heart because I am a Mexico supporter. And there is nothing about this past summer, the tournaments, the qualifying, that tells me that Mexico is going to do awesome in this World Cup. We just left out one of the leading goal scorers in Europa League this year and for his team and and Jimenez, Santi Jimenez. And then we're going to leave one of the most dynamic players that can come off the bench and possibly win a game in Diego, in Diego Linus. We're going to leave both those guys off and we're going to bring in uh, Rogelio Funes More who done absolutely nothing for us and he's started almost every match for us when uh, Raul Jimenez wasn't starting. He looked horrible against USA. He looked horrible in all the tournaments. It's just very disappointing that he's Tata's main guy, that he, Tata wants to bring him to the World Cup. And then Atuna, I, I don't see him over Diego Linus. I don't even see Altuna starting, man. I don't know. I, I'm just, you can call me a tuna hater if you want, but I, I, I don't, I don't see him. He shouldn't be in this squad. Uh, Mexico's group, if they don't beat Poland, then I don't see how they're going to get another win in that group. Because if they lose to Poland, it's just going to go downhill from there. An easy win against Saudi Arabia could be a slap in the face and then be a disappointing loss because it will go, I think I'm pretty sure Saudi Arabia will be their last game because they're going to be playing, who is it, Argentina after that against Messi? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, this is the first year, first World Cup that I am just not excited about Mexico. I can tell by your uh, analysis that you think that they're going to do very good this year. Um, my honorable mention for most disappointing is uh, um, it's going back to Belgium. I think that they're rated too high. I don't think that you take out KDB from that lineup, and I think that they're a crapshoot. That's all the time I want to spend on them. I've told you multiple times that I think Courtois is an overrated goalie. Golden boot. Give it to me. All right. The golden boot will be none other than the GOAT himself, Cristiano Ronaldo. Ooh. So you're telling me after the savior, Cristiano Ronaldo, that he the performance that he just did in his interview to save Manchester United, that he's going to go out there and dominate. Oh, absolutely. He's going to go ahead. He's going to go put on the performance of a lifetime. They're going to fire him. And then he's going to be like, thank God. Now I can go play in a league that matters. St. Louis, are you guys ready to hire me? <laughs> <laughs> so my, my golden boot is going to be, you ready for this one? Hmm. Memphis Depay. 
Okay. Why? His group, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal. Who's going to stop him? The Qatari government? You didn't think about that one, did you? What, are they going to offer him $7 million <laughs> to not score a goal against them? That jail. <laughs> They're going to catch him drinking outside the hotel? Yep. <laughs> okay, Memphis Depay. Okay. I mean, there's no Stadio Mane for Senegal, so... What, are they going to park the bus the whole time and hope that they can get a, a draw, a point? Wouldn't be bad. I see Netherlands winning that group, and the other three can fight it all out. And I see Memphis dominating, scoring goals left and right. Okay. Who's your silver boot? Oh, man. None other than... Hurricane, and it's all going to probably all be penalties. <laughs> probably okay. four four goals, four penalties. Okay. What about you? Uh, the silver boot will go to my sleeper, Dolberg from Denmark. Very nice. How do you think? Uh, Pahalovic will do for Serbia. He will probably do as good as he is doing for Juventus. I'm guessing he'll have a performance of like uh, four goals and three assists. Nothing special, nothing to write home about. And then everyone will be like, wow, I can't believe we spent an entire January thinking that he was going to be a game changer. All right. So we talked about the World Cup. Now let's get into the biggest topic in the world right now. And if you have been living under a rock, then let me explain what the biggest topic is. And that is Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo just had an interview with Piers Morgan and it has just went off. It has been crazy. Jordan. Why are Manchester United fans so disappointed and appalled by this? Why shouldn't they be praising Cristiano Ronaldo, saying, thank you, thank you for helping us, thank you for telling everyone this, thank you that now the Glazers have to take action? Well, they're upset because... They just got exposed. You know, they want to be the ones that started a revolution. They want to be the ones that bring the players in. They want to be the ones. They are the delusional fan base that they are the best team ever. And now your legend, right? Your legend that majority of these delusional fans grew up watching just said all of your favorite play players, right? From your Gary Nevels to your Wayne Rooney's to whoever i never liked them they all suck right they're you're rats using... he called them rats yeah you're using the same jacuzzis that i took a piss in when i was 17 right so your boys now your your brunos your 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 antonies they're sitting in the pee water that i that i peed in when i was 17 <laughs> 
right? From these jacuzzis, right? He's saying, while the world is evolving, United is staying still. And then you bring in these bum-ass coaches after Fergie, right? You're bringing in Ragnick, Ragnar, whatever the hell his name is, right? And he wasn't terrible, but I didn't like him. He probably needed more time, and you fired him. And now you brought in Eric Ten Hag, who is an AX wonder child, wonder child, who's playing his favorites, really hasn't done anything different, but he's benching me, the GOAT, so he can play his AX players here in the Premier League, and you guys are okay with it. I wanted to leave in the summer, and you guys made me stay. I told you guys that I was going to drop this interview if you didn't sell me. And now you want to fire me. I'm a man of my word, and you guys want to fire me. Check and mate. I, you know, as me being an Arsenal fan, we've definitely gone through some shit. And during during the days of Right when we had our stadium built, we had Van Persie. Van Persie left. Man, what did Van, what did Van Persie say when he left? That we had no ambition. We weren't going anywhere. So he needed to leave to go to Manchester United. Same thing with Nazri. Nazri said the same thing. So he left to uh, Manchester City. Gail Clichy, Manchester City. Ashley Cole went to Chelsea. All these players left Arsenal saying that we had no ambition and it it hurt. It, it it hurt. But you know what? Like we we went through it. Now it's awesome to see Manchester United fans go through this shit because there's no other fan base that deserves this more. I just sit back and I'm sitting here laughing, you know, mm-hmm. but in a way, what has Manchester United fans have done? They have protested. They have taken over games. They have delayed start times because they took over a stadium. And guess what happened, Jordan? Absolutely nothing. Nothing happened after that. They just got fined. Cristiano Ronaldo has come out and he has exposed them. He's telling the world... Like, look, look what's happening here. I go from Real Madrid, the latest technology every year, the best players. Then I go to Juve, the latest technology, best players every year. And now I come back after, what, 13 years? And it's the same refrigerator in the kitchen. My captain's Harry Maguire, an actual refrigerator. And so he's he's telling the world that they need change and this is the only way that's going to happen. Manchester United, the higher up um, authority and the Glazers have to act now. I mean, if they don't act now, it's just going to look even worse than what Cristiano Ronaldo did. So he's forcing a change. He's becoming the villain so that good things can happen. 
He's the Dark Knight. Yeah. And he's so nice about it in a way, too, because he said, like, I like, I, I want Arsenal to win the title this year only if United's not in the running, right? How many Arsenal fan players that left said, like, I really want Arsenal to win as long as, or I really want my team to win as long as Arsenal's not winning? Fuck no, they were like, Arsenal can go straight to hell. I want to win. You know, he knows he's getting fired, and he's like, as long as, you know, when I get fired, if my former team's not in the running, then another team can win. <laughs> but he also said that because he knows that Piers Morgan is an Arsenal fan. It doesn't matter. I mean, he say whatever. He knows he's going to St. Louis anyway. You think he's going to go to St. Louis over David Beckham's inner Miami? Well... His seven had to come down, and when his seven mural came down, so did David Beckham. So by default, David Beckham's associated with Cristiano Ronaldo, and uh, the other Neville is the coach for Inter Miami. So he's burning all his Manchester United fan clubs. So yeah, <laughs> we'll see. It'll be interesting. So what else did you did you get out of this interview? You know, I just got that, like, I don't think they believed him when he said he was going to have an exposing interview. Oh, he won't do us dirty. I like how Bruno tried to give him a cold shoulder on a handshake. Like, that was going to affect Ronaldo. Ronaldo's like, dude, I wake up and I piss more trophies than you'll ever see in your lifetime. You know, when every time I've seen Bruno play with Cristiano Ronaldo, Bruno has just disappeared. I don't think there's been one game that I actually sat down and watched a Manchester United game when Bruno and Cristiano Ronaldo played together that Bruno has done better than Cristiano Ronaldo. And it's the same thing that happens in the national team. When Bruno should be playing lights out, he just goes behind Cristiano Ronaldo's shadow. It's like he just becomes just a body out there yeah and it's the same thing that's happened to other players i mean it was the same thing that happened to nani it's the same thing that happened to that cat charisma uh charisma it's just some players can't handle that kind of player it's this it's kind of the same mentality that kobe had when when, wouldn't you say cristiano ronaldo's that 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 mamba that that killer instinct Yeah, it's what all the greats have. You can say it's the same with Tom Brady. You can say it's the same with Messi. I mean, look at Mbappe. He's now the third best player on his own team. And now he wants to leave. Alrighty. So thank you guys for tuning in to our World Cup analysis and our thoughts about the Cristiano Ronaldo interview. We will be back this week talking about the World Cup. So make sure you guys hit us up, tell your friends, and tell your family. See ya. If I'm telling you right now, if Triple G doesn't win or make it out of the group stage, 2026, Ted Lasso and Jesse Marsh leading the U.S. to the World Cup. You heard it there.